Welcome to the My Town Travels podcast, the only podcast dedicated to travel, culture, and lifestyle from a small town perspective. We're bringing you personal travel stories, destinations, and tips from interesting and well-seasoned travelers, influencers, and more, and me, your host, Christy Burns. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the My Town Travels podcast, or should I say welcome back to the My Town Travels podcast. As you know, we take a break over the summer and pop back in after Labor Day to start the second half of our podcast. We are in season three with the truth about travel, and today I just wanted to get reacquainted with everybody and just do a quick recap on what's happening with my town and me personally, and then then we're going to talk a little bit on the truth about travel. So my town, where have we been? What have we been doing? Well, we've been up to a lot. We've uh, been traveling the eastern seaboard, basically, <laughs> um, over the past several months. Uh, you'll see content coming out from Florida and the Carolinas and also some small towns in Kentucky and Ohio. So we've been pretty busy over the last few months, um, getting right back into things. As I've talked about before, uh, we now have little baby Finn, uh, which we weren't expecting, <laughs> but believe it or not, he is already 18 months old. And so we are really getting back into things like we were before little Finn came around. So that's exciting. Um, he is just, uh, amazing little world traveler already. Uh, I've been taking him with us just about everywhere. And um, I was very surprised that when we were coming back from Southern Florida a few weeks ago, we stopped on the way down um, in the Carolinas. So we basically did a drive of about nine and a half hours the first day and left early uh, to make that happen. So that we got there like in mid-afternoon, so it doesn't sound as bad as it is at all, um, and did several stops along the way, and he was fantastic. Um, but the full drive is about 14 and a half hours. So on the way back, uh, we had something come up, and we actually had to do a hard drive back and do that full trip on the way back without stopping overnight and Finn did amazing I just couldn't believe it because I tell you what a stop with um or a 14 hour drive with a toddler is like 17 hours minimum um so you know you've got more than a full day in the car and you know, I was just so happy how well he did. Um, obviously made a lot of stops, <clears throat> excuse me, but he was just fantastic. And, you know, I'll probably do a podcast specifically on that trip, um, especially just talking about traveling with kids and, you know, things like that, some helpful hints and whatnot, but very, very happy with how it all went. And that kind of gives you an overview of what we've been up to with the My Town family and um, some of the content that you can expect over the next few months going up through Thanksgiving. So that kind of brings me to what I wanted to talk about today, which is I'm exhausted. Travel's exhausting. 
<laughs> and those of you who see all the enthusiastic pictures and things like that, they're all real. They are, you know, travel is wonderful and I love it. And those of us that are in the industry love it, but I will tell you what, it is exhausting. And if you have kids, it's even more exhausting if you're taking them with <laughs> because you have so many other things that you have to worry about and do. Um, but the funny thing is, is when I travel alone is when it's harder for me than when I travel with my family. Um, and it's just my own quirks, I guess, you know, getting adjusted to a new place and things like that. So when I travel with my husband and my children, um, I just feel more comfortable. And so I sleep better. I mean, assuming that my children are sleeping, uh, but I, when I travel alone, it, I have to have very specific <laughs> conditions to sleep well. Um, and I have a story for you. I'm not going to tell you exactly where I was because this is actually a, it's a great place to go. I just had a really hard time recently on a trip I took by myself. Um, and the, the drive was not that long. Um, but I ended up staying up all night long. And again, no, nobody's fault probably but my own, but there were some factors that if you have traveled enough, you just know when you're in a new place, there are just, you know, you're out of your, your comfort zone. So you have to adjust quickly in order to get the rest needed to just not be a zombie on your trip. And basically I stayed at an Airbnb and a uh, very cute little place. So did all my normal content gathering, things like that. And for whatever reason, like this, this location, um, it's a great location. Again, I'm not going to give too much away because I don't want you to know <laughs> where it is. Um, but it's a, it's a great location in the town. Um, and because it's a small town, the fact that it's across the street from, it's very, very close to a, an establishment, you know, for food, things like that. Um, and it, but it's kind of like, I don't know how to explain it, except that it's, it kind of stands out by itself. Like it's a very small town. Okay. Everybody knows everybody. So there's absolutely no way. <laughs> That, that anyone in town would not know that there is somebody from out of town staying at this place, okay? And it, which again, if it was a town that had a little bit more built up with their tourism, you know, then maybe that wouldn't be abnormal. But this was the kind of place that it's, you know, everybody knows you're there. And Again, I had nothing to fear. This is a very, um, uh, very safe from what I can tell town and all those sorts of things. But this particular um, Airbnb, like I said, I, I know that it, that anybody that goes by like is going, oh, there's somebody staying there, you know, and that's probably all there is to it. But when you're a woman traveling alone, you know, sometimes things at night get into your head and... So that evening, uh, a couple of things. First, I couldn't get that out of my head, you know, that if that everybody knows that I'm there and if for some odd reason there is some kind of crazy person, which I'm sure there wasn't, but couldn't get it out of my head. Then 
I went to go and turn the lights out. I have a bad habit, too, when I travel alone, especially. I do, you know, watch TV shows while I'm in bed. Um, and so I had that on, found a movie, tried to just, you know, relax. Um, but when I went to go and turn that out, there was a light that was, it was an outside light that was shining straight into the bedroom, like it was straight into my eyeballs. And I'm like, okay, I could turn that out and then it's going to be completely pitch black out there. Or, you know, I could find another way to get some lighting into the room so that everything's not, you know, pitch black when you're in a new place. So anyways, the lesser of two evils here, what ended up happening was I decided to turn the outside lights on that front part. There were lights on the front and the back and I turned the outside lights off, which turns out that there were lights across the street that still sort of lit stuff up. Um, and then I decided to keep the TV on, but then I just... I kept trying to fall asleep like with the TV on and it, that that's hard for me. So, you know, if you're somebody that can do that, that's great. But especially in um, places like Airbnbs and stuff where you, especially if they're like a one room kind of thing, uh, they usually have pretty good sized TVs, you know, because you're using it as a living room and, and a bedroom and that kind of thing. So, you know, the light was pretty pretty bright from keeping it on. So I wasn't really able to sleep very well with it on. Um, and I didn't want to turn it off because I'm a complete Brady cat. Um, so then I, I thought I saw something. I'm laying down, I'm looking at the TV and I thought I saw something, um, move. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So I get up, I turn the light on, you know, it's, it's at least 1am now, you know, and I'm, I'm just like praying that I'm going to fall asleep soon. And I get up, I turn all the lights on and I'm not kidding you. I, I giant, giant, like two inches long, massive centipede of some sort or something like that. I mean, it went really, 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 really fast. So I couldn't get to it and it went behind the TV which is mounted to the wall. And, you know, it's not like on a pull hanger kind of thing. So I couldn't really like pull it out from the wall, nor did I really want to do that because I am very clumsy. And most likely if I did that, I would break it. So I tried moving it a little bit to see if I could get this thing to come out and kill it because there's no way I'm going to sleep now. And I could see it like behind there, but could not get it to come out. And I'm not kidding. This thing was like massive, creepy, right out of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, like crawling behind the giant, <laughs> the big TV. So then I'm like, okay, well, I hope you stay back there because I need to try to go to sleep. So please, please stay back there. And this was a very clean place. Um, very nice, actually brand new. Um, it just was one of those weird things, you know, it just got in there for whatever reason. And so now I'm looking at the TV and I'm looking at the door and I'm trying to, you know, figure out how I'm ever going to make it through the next day with the meetings that I had. And, you know, now I've got this thing behind the TV that I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm just, this is just not happening for me tonight. So still tried, but did, 
did not get any sleep. I think I eventually passed out at some point for like an hour. And then once light started to come in, like the sunlight, I turned the TV off and maybe got like another half hour. And again, this is just my complete quirky story that I am sharing with you because I'm a total weirdo. Um, Hopefully many of you do not have uh, this much trouble sleeping on your own. I normally don't have this much trouble sleeping either, but I'm giving you an extreme circumstance. Um, anyways, so what I'm talking about today is that travel is exhausting. And this is just one, um, example of how it can be exhausting on top of the physicality of driving or flying and then driving or whatever it is to get to your location, which can just be tiring in and of itself. You don't need these extra (laughs) distractions and things that happen. Uh, The other thing that's quirky about me, uh, I love, obviously, this podcast, Travel Small Towns, and a lot of these locations that uh, get turned into Airbnbs or nice inns and things like that are historic locations. And so many of them, especially with the popularity of all of the haunting shows and stuff now, you know, supposedly are haunted. And I hate that because I'm a fraidy cat and I don't want to be scared. And we're getting into October now where that's all that you see on TV. And I can't stand it because I am seriously like the biggest fraidy cat ever. Even if I go with my husband on trips like that, if you t- if you tell me we're staying somewhere that's haunted, I'm not going to be able to sleep at all. And this recently happened to me with a trip with another travel writer. And um, we actually had rooms that, um, like they weren't shared rooms, but again, this was a historic home that had like one of the adjoining doors um, to the rooms that they separated into two rooms. And, you know, so we had like the door into the room and then there was a door that if we wanted to keep it open, you know, could go from room to room. But I mean, we didn't keep that open. But the point is, is that there was another person like right in the other room and I still could not sleep um, because, you know, it just I, I... had heard this was a spot that was like on the river, which again, there's like lots and lots of stories surrounding um, the river and hauntings and things like that, which are very cool, um, but scare me. And so I, I did not sleep at all. I think the first night, the second night I did okay. Um, and this was a, a wonderful place to stay. Um, but I just kept thinking, you know, somebody's going to come in and pop in and say hello to me in the middle of the night and it's just not going to be pleasant. (laughs) So anyways, uh, this is, this is me when I travel by myself. I, this is why I should not travel by myself. Um, because you know, I can get into my own head. My Town could not be bringing you our wonderful travel content without our generous sponsors. We invite you to take a quick break with us and hear some great destinations that are supporting the My Town Travels podcast. You're invited to experience Tuscarawas County, Ohio. Whether you're enjoying the rolling hills of Amish country, strolling through our historic villages, or exploring our one-of-a-kind museums and attractions, we're sure you'll discover why visitors keep coming back time after time. Conveniently located along I-77 in Northeast Ohio, Tuscross County is just a short drive from Cleveland, Pittsburgh, or Columbus. 
And be sure to check out our all-new Destination Learning Magazine, the perfect guide for virtual and homeschooling families. Visit TravelTusk.com, that's TravelTusc.com to learn more. Anyways, some of the things that I have learned uh, over the years to help with travel exhaustion, I'm sure that everybody has their own stories of things that tire them out when, you know, when you travel. But I mean, it's worth it, right? The places we get to see and the things that we get to do. But there are some things that at least for me have helped over the years. Uh, One, I mean, there's a travel thing for everything now, right? You travel size, kind of a wonderful time to start traveling. We just have so many more options than we've had in the past to make things more comfortable and make, you know, be able to settle down in a new place. And uh, one of them is the travel fan. Like these have been around for a while, but you know, I have to have some kind of noise and anymore, I take the time to talk to where I'm going and find out if they have a fan. I have a good friend who is a short-term rental consultant. And I know that this is something that, you know, she looks for these kinds of things too, like places that are doing rentals. You know, you got, it's important to have white noise of some sort if you can provide it. If not, you now have ways to bring it on your own with travel fans and also, um, you know, leading into sleep machines. If you really have trouble sleeping, you know, you need those kinds of things. My mother-in-law does not go anywhere without one. I'm not really a sleep machine person. I'm more of the white noise person. You know, the fans are a big one for me, especially like if there's a place that has a bathroom uh, right off of the bedroom and it has a fan in the bathroom that's not attached to a light. I love that. That's a normal sound for me because when I, when I'm at my own home, that's what I have on. I like that noise. You know, so just a couple of things like that that really help. Some people like wearing the masks to bed. I personally can't sleep like that. That freaks me out. It's a confined kind of thing. But um, I know it, if I could do it, I'm sure it would do wonders for me. But I just can't do it. But I know a lot of other people that do do it, that it's wonderful. Another thing like that, that, you know, people like to travel with earbuds or not earbuds, but earplugs. And, you know, that's another one that I would have trouble with. I think I'm just too much of a control freak. (laughs) Like being able, putting something in my ears and or over my eyes and not feeling like I have control of those things, (laughs) you know, I think maybe is part of my issue. That just uh, does not work for me. The other thing is having children, you know, I and now having another small child kind of condition myself to always be listening. So I, I have trouble with that. However, I think my husband would love it because... I think, you know, it's a little easier for men to tune things out. I could be wrong on that, but in my personal experience, that's been the case. So earplugs are great um, for him. 
you know, but finding out things that'll help you sleep. I've had um, some wonderful gifts given to me over the years with all the new, you know, organic things that are coming out for travel, like lavender sprays and things like that, that help you sleep, um, that are made specifically for linen, you know, I mean, so not just like I'm very sensitive with allergies and things. I don't like a lot of scented things, but there are some great organic things on the market now that are made specifically for linens. So they're, they're there to help you sleep. They're not, you know, just making like your sheets all like have this cover scent on them. So things like that, I think are fantastic. Another tip that I think sometimes gets overlooked. I mean, unless you're in the travel industry and you, re you you just like to get up early, is that when you travel, the earlier you leave, the better. Always. I mean, it's just, it's so simple, but it makes a huge difference. Whether I'm driving or flying, it's like always take the earliest flight. But driving especially, the earlier you leave your drive, I don't know what it is about, I mean, you're going to have ease of traffic, you know, getting through those first several hours, but it also just goes by faster. I, I don't know why, but those first like four to five hours, if you're taking like a long trip, you know, something that's going to be 10 hours or more, you know, you, those first few hours just seem to fly by if you get up at 5 a.m. and leave instead of, you know, leaving at like seven or eight where you're leaving in the normal traffic patterns um, for work and things, you know, that makes it a lot harder. But, you know, it just makes a huge difference in your in your day because you're you may be getting up earlier than you're than you're used to, but you're going to sleep better that night because you're tiring yourself out earlier. Again, just some common sense things, but I have people in my own family, siblings and things that there's there's no way that I'm going to get them up and moving and actually in a vehicle and leaving by 5 a.m. So I know for some people it's it's hard to do that. But I'm telling you, like, if you if you get up earlier, make it a point for your travels, you will be much better rested and you're going to you're, you're just going to have a better trip overall because you're going to have you're going to feel like you have more time. You know, you're not spending the entire day in the car. So. Anyways, there's a couple of things that were just on my mind about traveling and definitely a few quirky things for you to take here on your day. So hope they made you smile seeing how ridiculous I can be. <laughs> but now you learned a little something. So why not? That's just what I was in the mood to talk about today. So again, thank you for listening to the My Town Travels podcast. I'm super excited about our next episode. We have some great guests lined up to finish out this season and talk about some wonderful travel locations, small town travel locations. And our next guest is actually from across the pond. And so we get to hear a little bit about that. So everybody enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. For more information on the towns we visit, go to mytowntravels.com and check out our new listing site, travelsmalltowns.com. To be a guest on the show or to sponsor an episode, navigate to our podcast page. Here you can see more information on guests, listen to more episodes, and submit guest requests. It all starts at mytowntravels.com.